And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. At least Luke knows it's me and not Leon because he's sitting opposite me in the studio. Hello, mate. How are you going? Good, mate. Good to see you. <laughs> it's nice to see you again. Uh, let, me, let me start out. How's the book going? Yeah, book's great. Yeah, look, it's, um, we, we got some updated numbers from the publisher just recently and it's it's through, you know, it's over 5,000 copies sold. So so there's your run. There's your first run. Yeah, look, it was, um, you know, it was it was a bit of an experience and, and something that was a lot of fun. And, you know, I only got a message the other day that Booktopia have got to restock because, you know, they're out as well. So, okay. well, you know, good. I think it's, it's, it's getting some momentum and I think that's been illustrated recently by the amount of interstate work I've been doing online. Okay. Um, because I could have I could have pitched myself in Brisbane last week and and spent the entire work week working in Queensland. Wow. Um, okay. Off the back of we're reading the book, let's have a chat about this. I've got some questions about that. So it's so it's travelling nationally, yeah, not just here in Canberra. Yeah, oh, it's, that, it's, awesome. it's it's reach around the country has been amazing. So it's really cool. And uh, usually, if you get five, you'll get another five. Okay. Five thousand. If you, yeah, if you, if you sell that, well, that's the yeah. standard way the publishing works. Yeah. If, you get five, if it sells five thousand copies, they will run another five thousand. Um, yeah. almost certainly. Well, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Now, um, the the question of the day today, or the issue we're going to drill into in a bit of detail, yep. is the difference between offset accounts and redraw facilities. Let's yes. just paint the big picture and then yep. we'll drill in. Exactly. So, what are these things? So, when you go and borrow money and buy a house. Um, whether you're doing it directly with the bank or with a mortgage broker, for example, yep. you have some options in relation to the way that you can structure the accounts that are tied to the loans for the house that you buy. Right. So we go out and we buy a house and we borrow a million dollars. And one of the questions that the lender or the bank will say is, oh, would you like an offset account? Would you like a redraw facility? And in light of interest rates going up and people doing a lot to try and reduce their costs, I find this topic is coming up more and more right. because a lot of people have offset accounts and don't know what they are. And I think that's a failing of either the lender or the mortgage broker not actually spending the time to explain the benefits and the uses of these things. Okay. Um, but primarily, an offset account is a bank account that is tied to your loan and whatever is in that account offsets the loan that you've taken out with the bank. Now, that's very good because it allows you to save money into what is a fully transactional bank account, and anything in that account is offsetting the loan that you have and therefore reducing the interest calculation that you incur on a calculated daily paid monthly basis on the million dollars that you've drawn. So a quick example, I've borrowed a million dollars and I've been able to get $100,000 in my offset account. Now, in the eyes of the bank, they say, okay, we lent you a million. There's 100000 in that account, so we'll calculate our interest charges on 900000 Oh, So okay. the account is offsetting the loan and reducing the interest that is charged on the outstanding balance. Now, the massive upside of an offset account and why I'm pro-offset is that you have 100% access to that $100,000 in that cash account at any time for anything. Without affecting the calculation, the the gross amount, the interest is being calculated on. Correct, that's right. Right, So you can save into that and pay down your home loan. And then if you need to get the roof fixed, some renovations, buy another asset, anything you like, you can draw out 100% of what's in that account and it doesn't affect the purpose of the loan. Now, on on your primary residence, that's not a big deal. However, 
where you have an investment property and you're building up the offset account on an investment property, one of the biggest differences between an offset account and a redraw facility is the purpose of why you're taking money out. Now, with an offset account, the purpose doesn't change. If you've bought an investment property, it's for investment purposes. Therefore, the interest is deductible. Right. So if we have that same example, I have a million-dollar loan. <clears throat> I have $100,000 in that offset account. I'm incurring interest calculations on 900000 Right. If I pull $10,000 out of that offset account to pay some school fees, for example, the purpose of that borrowing is still investment and therefore the deductibility is not impacted. However, if we use that same example with a redraw facility and you took $10,000 out, from a tax perspective, we say, what is that $10,000 for? That's for school fees. That's not tax deductible. So now we're starting to impact the deductibility of our investment loan. So whilst people come in and say, oh, offset, redraw, same, same, not. No, same, same, but different. Okay. So a redraw facility is literally drawing money out of your mortgage account. So you are still paying interest. You're going to pay interest on, on your redraw. Correct. You're, right. still, you're still incurring interest on the debt. However, you can only draw out the amount that you are in front of your standard payments. Gotcha. So the availability of funds is different. Offset account is generally more flexible than a redraw. You can take 100% of what's in the offset account out if you wish. You can only take out of a redraw facility payments that you are in front of the standard structured payments when you take the loan out. So whilst they have similar functionality, the actual assessment and availability of money can be different. Right. And then with investment structures like investment properties, you need to be mindful if you do pull money out of a redraw facility and it's not for investment purposes – then from a tax perspective, you could impact the total deductibility of the loan that you have because you've changed the purpose of the money. Right. And that's very, very different where you are talking about one of the structural comparisons between redraw and offset. So what if you what if the mortgage we're talking about is on your primary residence, your primary home? Let's talk so through that. No, no impact there whatsoever because your primary home is generally not deductible. So whether it's redraw or offset, that's fine. Right. Because you're not giving up any sort of tax deductibility because it is your primary residence. And that's exactly where I was going to go with this is, I want people to be mindful of this um, in light of, you know, people's cash flow coming under pressure at the moment and expenses and interest rates have gone up and the cost of living is up and fuel is up and everything's up. Yeah. The temptation is to reach into an investment asset and use some of that money. Now, if you have to, okay, you have to. But just keep in mind that it could impact the deductibility of the debt that you have on that investment property. So it's just something to be mindful because the perception I get with people coming in the office is, oh, these things are the same. And they're not. They're not. Okay. Yeah. So when you're considering whether to, to get engaged with an offset or yep. a redraw, um, what, do you, what are the considerations and, and the normal considerations? Yeah. So I, I'd be considering my capacity to save. Okay. Right. So what sort of flexibilities am I going to need as part of either my home loan and the, the package and the loan that I'm being given by the various providers? So this is where I think a good mortgage broker can add a real – um, some really sensible value in relation to the structure of the loan. Um, if you have an offset account, I would prefer people use that as their primary savings vehicle 
I, I find often that people come in and say, oh, well, I've got an offset account on my home loan, but I've got a bills account and a this account and a that account, and I'm using all these other accounts. Now, if those other accounts are paying you 3 or 4% yep. and your home loan's at 65 I'd rather you offset the 65 So if you have an offset account, use that as your primary vehicle. Depending on your lender, you can have um, multiple offset accounts. So, for example, Macquarie Bank, you can have up to 10 offset accounts on one home loan. Wow. So if you have you know, a bills account and you have a holiday account and you know, you're one of these people that like having little buckets for stuff. Understand. Cool. Yep. But it's all offsetting the home loan. Some banks won't let you. Some bank will say one loan, one offset account. So you need to be mindful of the lender that you're with and the use of the offset account to get maximum efficiency from the ability to save into it to reduce the interest that you're occurring on your home loan. You also want to ask the broker or the bank and say, look, am I paying an additional rate to have access to this offset account? Because if you can't save a significant amount of money to the offset, then you might want to weigh up a cheaper home loan rate because you might not get the benefit of actually having it. Okay. Um, because sometimes that can impact the interest rate or the, the, the loan structure or the package that a particular bank may give you when you, you buy your home. The clear message that's coming through to me here is that you need to either A, shop around, or mm. B, get some really, really good advice from yeah. a mortgage broker. Yeah, look, I think that's this for me is, is, is one of the key areas where structuring the the loan and the accounts that you have with it um especially from an investment perspective can have a a really really significant impact on the flexibility of your capital your ability to reduce total interest costs and more importantly in the current environment i think liquidity and access to capital is vital because we've seen the economic environment that we've all got used to change remarkably in the last 12 18 months and i think People have really put a, a value or a premium on liquidity and flexibility over just the interest rate um, or the, the lender or the structure of the loan. So, you know, having an offset account and using an offset account, I find a lot of people are missing out on opportunities because I just think that the bank has done a very bad job of explaining how powerful this particular account could be. And they've unknowingly just gone about how they've always operated yeah, yeah. and diluted the value of the the interest savings that could be there for them so it was really just about pointing it out today and getting people to check and go oh hang on i have one of those things but i have a hundred thousand dollars in six other accounts that isn't offsetting that home loan think about looking at this or if you are as you say shopping it around which most people should be at the moment to get the best rate ask these questions can i have an offset account does it come with a redraw facility is there a difference in the rate what are the rules how many can i have Mm. because all these different institutions have different loans and different offerings. And, you know, I have I have different engagements with different banks, but one bank's never rung me and said, Hey, guess what? This bank over here's got a great deal. And that's where I think that's <laughs> yeah, where I yeah, think yeah. a broker can really exactly. sort of yeah. act as the bridge between you and the lender because they also know the appetite of the lender. So depending on your occupation, depending on your cash flow, depending on the amount of debt you're gonna borrow. They will know, oh, in your situation, that's a really good deal for that bank. Yeah. Actually, you're self-employed, so this bank has a deal. Oh, you've got property, you're on land. Okay, well, this bank really understand that because to assume that all banks are the same 
I think, is a fatal mistake. Yeah, it's a serious error. Having worked in banking in my early career, uh, even back then, I'm talking 40 years ago, mm. was uh, uh, all the banks were, even then, before deregulation, mm. were quite different in the way they approached things. We had special banks, like the Rural Bank, for example, yep. spe- specialised in, in yep. people on the land. Yep. Um, okay. Um, my guest is Luke Smith from Envision, Envision and I can't say it, Envision Financial. <laughs> It happens sometimes. If you'd like uh, uh, to ask Luke a question, 6255-1206 is the best way to do that, and we'll come right back after this. With me is Luke Smith from Envision Financial, and we're having a yarn about the difference between offsets account, offset accounts and redraw facilities. So, um, Luke, they, what are the considerations when you when, at the front end of this when you're sitting down and trying to ne- negotiate your mortgage and what are the bits and pieces yeah. you want attached to it? Um, what, what are the, the general considerations for each of the, the um, different um, plans. Yeah, so if you're going to go down the offset road, understand what it is and use it because it can be really, really powerful in relation to your ability to maintain a high level of liquidity over the money that you hold against your home loan. You can fill it up like a normal bank account so you can make your standard payment, which generally most loans will be set up where they'll draw the money for the monthly payment or fortnightly payment out of the offset account. Okay. But if you earn enough to be able to save and, and increase the amount of money that's in that account, you're effectively paying down your home loan, but having full access to the money in the account. As we said in, in the example before the ad break, if I've borrowed a million dollars and I can save $100,000 into that, yeah. I've got access to that $100,000, which is great, but I've also then reduced the amount that the bank is saying that I owe them in relation to their interest calculation because they take that $1 million loan, they take off the $100,000 I have in the offset account, and they calculate the interest on the 900000 that's outstanding. See, that, that's winning just to start with, isn't it? 100%. I mean, yeah. And that's why I just want people to be aware of it because this week and in the, you know, this, well, last week and the week before, I had so many instances where people said, oh, I've got one of those, but I don't really use it. Mm, and okay. I just think they don't use it because nobody's explained to them in a, in, in a way that they can understand the true benefit of having it. Now, a redraw facility is similar. But unlike an offset account where you can have access to 100% of the money that's in there, a redraw facility builds up available capital that is in front of the standard mortgage payment. So if I had a $40,000 payment over the course of the year and I've put $60,000 of payments into that loan, I will have a redraw facility of around $20,000 because it's in excess of the minimum payment that I'm making. Now, the objective for most primary homeowners is pay down the loan as quickly as possible. So having that money in there is great because it's a tool that you can use to try and reduce the interest cost. But we just need to keep in mind that you know offset accounts are not the same as redraw facilities. And some of the, the key differences that we touched on before the ad break are really brought to light when we're talking about redraws and offsets on investment assets because it can impact the deductibility of the loan where you are taking money out and changing the purpose of that borrowing. On your primary residence, not as big a deal because obviously a home loan is not deductible on your primary residence anyway, so you don't have those interest considerations, but something to be mindful nonetheless. Okay. I'd imagine with um, uh, many people coming off fixed rates at the moment and uh, you know, potentially going on to either another fixed mm. rate or a, a variable, that there's a lot of churn in this area at the moment and, oh. uh, and this sort of information is absolutely relevant. 100%. I think if you've if you've come off or you're, you're looking at, at breaking a fixed term and you're thinking about doing that again, look at the, the, the fixed and variable options. And if in my general rule, again, not, not something to follow, but my general rule, if you can save and you want certainty of, of, of cost, which is ultimately why you fix, you fix a, a home loan for certainty of payment. You don't try and pick interest rates because that's a, mm. that's a dicey game. <laughs> um, think about what you could potentially save 
at your maximum over a three-year period and leave that amount of your home loan variable if you do want to fix for certainty of payment. Now, people need to keep in mind that fixed rates always go first. So we saw them jump far sooner than the variable rates when things started to move last year. So keep in mind that, you know, do we think interest rates are going to drop tomorrow? Highly unlikely. You know, could we be talking about a reduction in interest rates, you know, in 2025? Possibly. So have a structure that's right for you, get some advice, use a mortgage broker, shop it around and try and have as much liquidity and flexibility as possible when it comes to borrowing for either personal home loans or investment. Sound advice. If you want some more information from uh, from Luke, 0262604749 is the office number. You can check out uh, envisionfinancial.com.au on the internet. And uh, pick up a copy of Smart Money Strategy, your ultimate guide to financial planning, which is in uh, in bookstores right now and is an bestseller. Very let's, good. Let's run with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all, Luke. It's uh, it's good to see you again, mate. I thought I always learn lots and lots and lots when I listen to you uh, to your explanation for these things because I wouldn't have had the foggiest about the difference between those two things. <laughs> Luke Smith, Envision Financial. We're about to run into the five o'clock news. We'll be back. Don't go away.